Hi, welcome to today, Cherry Beckert's GovCon podcast, where we discuss current government contracting trends, compliance matters, and best practices to guide federal contractors forward. I'm Susan Meiser. I'm the industry leader for the government contracts practice, and joining me today is Brendan Halloran, who is a senior manager in our practice and a former ACO with DCMA. Um, A lot of you have listened to Brendan before on other podcasts. Today, we're going to be taking a look at what we learned from a recent Inspector General's report on the 8A program. So as many of you know, we have a series on the 8A program, different aspects, and we thought this would be interesting to talk a little bit about what we found in the Inspector General's report. Why do we care? The reason we care is that often IG reports foreshadow what we can see uh, going forward, particularly with the SBA. So uh, we thought it'd be interesting to to share a little bit about what we learned. Um, So first, I'm going to ask Brendan to uh, just give a little background on the 8A program and share some some data points, um, and then we'll jump into what we what we learned in the IG report. So, uh, Brendan, go ahead and uh, give us a little background on the 8A program. Sure. No, um, thanks, Susan. So, uh, as you mentioned, obviously, kind of the focus of today is around the IG report. And, you know, just to start things off, the, you know, IG in this case was really just um, focusing on determining, you know, what is the extent that SBA is measuring and monitoring um, the 8A uh, companies that participate in the in the plan, you know, in actually accomplishing and achieving their business development goals. So they really looked at a, you know, pretty wide um, range in terms of the uh, 40 firms that they looked at across five district offices and going back to 2011 um, all the way up through 2020. So um, obviously, you know, to determine what the, you know, viability of the plan is um, in the program, um, you know, that's really the the focus of what the IG was looking at. And so just a little bit in terms of background on it, you know, the the mission, um, you know, the 8A program, you know, obviously is to, you know, provide those opportunities for, you know, small or disadvantaged uh, firms to actually participate and um, grow through government contract awards. So, um, you know, it dates back, you know, many years and so has gone through, you know, various iterations, but the, you know, anything from, you know, contracting opportunities that would be, you know, set asides, um, limitations on competition um, for 8A firms and sole source are all, you know, viable um, avenues for small companies to get their start in government contracts. And so obviously the SBA's mission is to, you know, provide those opportunities, administer the program and, you know, ensure that, you know, that the the companies are actually progressing kind of through the the stages of it. So, um, you know, as a small um, company, you know, really relying on the, um, you know, on the 8A program is critical, um, you know, for, you know, you know, eventually, um, you know, kind of working your way through and, and graduating. And, you know, we've 
certainly witnessed, you know, many of our clients and, and companies in industry, you know, that have really worked this um, very successfully and, you know, getting their, you know, first contract award, um, partnering um, with uh, other companies through various programs and, you know, finally graduating. Um, so it's certainly, you know, a viable uh, program for some of those opportunities and it's critical for, you know, SBA to actually, you know, see what the, the success, um, you know, of some of these, you know, vehicles um, are. Um, so some of the uh, roles and responsibilities, you know, obviously, you know, the, the SBA, um, you know, having the, you know, really the certification, um, you know, administering the standards for that, you know, also need to be looking at, you know, what the, um, you know, kind of what the progression is. So, um, you know, the mission, you know, obviously, as we stated, you know, is really giving, um, you know, giving companies the, the tools and, you know, some of the know-how and, um, you know, access to participate, you know, and, you know, I think it was, you know, going back to, you know, I think 1988 in terms of the, you know, um, Business Opportunity Development Reform Act, you know, was really, you um, you know, helping uh, those companies to, you know, one, you know, to have, um, you know, consistent and, um, you know, ongoing reviews of what their, you know, what the companies and their participants, um, what their business plans are, um, what are their, you know, business goals. So that's really, you know, one of the key, you know, metrics that SBA is tracking, um, you know, and they need to be doing that really throughout their um, kind of, you know, you know, maturation through the, the process and, and kind of meeting the steps. And so, you know, the kind of the the mid middle ground of that is, you know, or midpoint is to be, you know, kind of gradually decreasing, you know, their dependence, um, you know, on specific 8A contract awards, you know, and ultimately, you know, is to see them actually graduate from the program, you know, once they've, you know, hit those business schools. So um, those are the things that, you know, that the SBA really needs to demonstrate that they're doing, um, you know, throughout the program um, to really, you know, reinforce, you know, whether there's, um, you know, things are, you know, working as um, as they should, or if there's, you know, a need for, um, you know, additional oversight, um, additional support measures. Uh, so those are all the things that, you know, we're going to get to that the that the IG looked at, but are, you know, a critical part of their role, um, you know, in the in the whole program cover a couple of data points that were in the IG's report. So the contracting opportunities include set aside comp, uh, contracts uh, which limit competition to 8A firms. Um, as of August 19, 2021, the SBA reported 4,906 firms participated in the 8A program. In fiscal 20, FY20, the federal government award, awarded nearly $34 billion in contracts to 8A firms including $11 billion in sole source awards. Uh, in recent years, SBA spent an average of $62 million on the program administration. SBA's FY22 budget requested additional staff to meet the president's goal of increasing the share of federal contracts awarded to small disadvantaged businesses from 15, from five, excuse me, to 15% by 2025. So um, as we've talked about before, uh, this is a goal of the administration, and so the SBA has put in place a number of steps to to make the program easier for companies to get in. Um, but the oversight is is really the the primary area of this IG's report. So 
what was in the report. So the IG reviewed um, assistance that the SBA provided to 8A program participants from 2011 to 2020, which included reviewing the files for 40 uh, of the firms assigned to the program in five district offices. They also reviewed applicable laws, regulations, policies, procedures, and interviewed program um, officials. So what did they find? So at a high level, the, S the IG found that the SBA business development process did not consistently allow for SBA or its stakeholders to determine whether the firm met their individual goals to successfully complete the program. There wasn't a mechanism in place to ensure that the SBA consistently reviewed plans and goals and then objectively monitored business development process. Um, so consequently, they found that 15 of the 40 firms tested did not have approved business plans, making these firms actually ineligible to receive $93 million of awards that they did. They also found that SBA did not consistently document that its staff assessed the needs, counseled, or conducted field visits with the ADA firms to ensure that they received the assistance needed to be prepared to compete for, for contracts. Um, one of the other objectives was to identify if the SBA program officials offered program flexibilities to all ADA participants during the pandemic adapting business development assistance to help most firms stay in business and remain. Um, you know, an obvious uh, outcome uh, during the pandemic, as a lot of people know, is that the SBA did extend uh, each program participant was extended an additional year in the program. And so I think certainly that's good evidence of, of one way that they did that. Um, the, the, a, the OIG made eight recommendations uh, for the agency to, to better measure, monitor, and deliver training. Um, overall, the SBA fully agreed with five recommendations. They partially agreed with two recommendations, and they disagreed um, with one of the recommendations. Um, the SBA also did put together a number of steps on things that they will do um, to, to address that. So, the first finding, which I think is really the most notable, and I think the most, the one that we will see the most action come out of is um, the finding number one was SBA must improve processes for monitoring 8A participant goal achievements and for measuring program impact. So um, the SBA the, uh, found that they did not establish standardized procedures for business opportunity specialists to use to monitor program uh, participants. Um, standardized procedures would provide the framework to ensure specialists consistently reviewed business plans with each firm and documented approvals, that there was documentation for each firm's progress and meeting goals and determining graduation, and that there was follow through. And I know, you know, certainly for us, we deal with 8A firms all over the country, and we certainly see some inconsistencies from one SBA office uh, to another in terms of how they do that. One of the things that we wanted to, to point this out is, uh, you know, business plans are due, uh, submit them every year, you do an annual update. Um, 31 of the 40 participants reviewed, or 78%, did not have 
sufficient support to show that the specialists had provided regular or meaningful feedback during the annual review process. And again, I know what we see is, you know, it's, it's a lot of times it's a check the box, you just submit it and then you never hear from them. So I think one of the reasons we wanted to highlight this is we think uh, we would expect that we will see more um, more involvement from SBA business um, opportunity specialists going forward um, in terms of looking at the business plan, meeting with um, companies and really talking through. Um, as, Bren as Brendan mentioned, the SBA really has a goal to evaluate, uh, you know, how people are meeting those goals. Are they, you know, not just graduating in, in nine years, but are they actually meeting the objective, meeting, are they able to be successful, um, you know, after the 8A program? No. Oh, so I'm sorry, Brenda. We no, no, I'm just going to say, Susan, I mean, you, you bring up a good point in terms of, you know, is it really or has it been, you know, historically kind of a check the box? And, you know, we talk with clients, you know, frequently and, you know, and I think it does vary quite a bit. And in, in many cases, you know, we have gotten that feedback where, you know, it's like, well, we, you know, we've done this step and, and you know, it's kind of, um, you know, put it on autopilot and they haven't really heard much, you know, beyond that. And, you know, I think that certainly, you know, with the visibility, you know, of the finding, you know, that may um, be a good, you know, point for uh, participants to, you know, ensure that, you know, if they haven't been asked about some of these records or, um, you know, plans and goals to, you know, certainly be updating those, um, anticipating that there probably will be increased oversight. Yep, yep. You know, there was there was there was data that showed uh, that 550 firms completed the 8A program in 2019 and 457 in 2020, but they didn't have any data to confirm whether any of those firms had actually met the statutory definition for graduating, which is you know being able to compete, not just complete the the nine-year track, which I thought was was interesting. Yeah. Um, in the, you know, one of the other thing is uh, there was some, a, a good bit of data on the performance um, across different, uh, different SBA offices and no surprise the, the Washington area are, you know, some of the largest, busiest um, and the number of business opportunity specialists for each site um, is, is pretty astounding. And if we have time, I'll, I'll share some of that, some of that data. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting is um, in the report, um, the SBA in FY20 reported that 11,150 small businesses were assisted by the 8A program. Um, however, 7,669 of those small businesses uh, included in that number had simply submitted an application to the 8A program, of which the SBA only approved 591, which again, I think that in and of itself is, is interesting data. Um, and I think sort of highlights some of the challenges that, you know, the administration wants the SBA program, 8A program to expand, um, but the percentage of companies applying versus getting approved um, really remains um, quite small. And, you know, how SBA has been managing and and tracking some of that data, uh, I think this report highlights um, leaves leaves some things to be uh, to be uh, improved upon. 
So there's definitely a number of recommendations about data collection. Um, the, the finding number two was the SBA should improve its business development efforts to help firms succeed. So again, the, the Small Business Act requires small uh, business opportunity specialists to annually review current business plans with, with program participants paying attention to correcting any conditions likely to prevent the firm from receiving um, contracts. And um, basically the OIG found that they are the firms did not consistently document when they counseled or made field visits. And field visits are supposed to be a key activity. And I know from you know lots of our clients, um, very few of them have had field visits, which maybe that's not a bad thing, but <laughs> but um, that's definitely um, you know an area that I think we would expect to see some changes um, uh, you know going going forward. One of the um, one of the other areas finding number three was about the SBA offering program flexibilities to assist small businesses during the, the pandemic and and I would say by and large the the IG um, did get uh, good marks for that um, obviously the first item being getting the extra program year uh, certainly very very helpful as part of the part of the CARES Act. Um, the A also did report that the majority of 8A firms did receive uh, COVID-19 uh, relief. Um, in fact, the SBA loan data showed that 3,500 8A firms received PPP assistance, uh, with 45% of those firms uh, receiving a, a second loan. So I think, you know, there were a number of areas, and, and I think you know, we've all experienced the SBA probably had their most uh, challenging uh, couple of years um, just with all that was put on the SBA to, to managing all of the different programs um, during during the pandemic. So, um, you know, it's, it's probably not not surprising that a lot of progress maybe wasn't made in, in some of these some of these other areas. Yeah, and it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, if, you know, as we're making our way <clears throat> out of COVID and um, things are opening up and, and there should be, you know, obviously more interaction and and more uh, ability for, you know, for those specialists to actually get out and, you know, conduct interviews and, and do check ins, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how you know how quickly they are to start, um, you know, either you know ramping those efforts up or you know kind of coming up with alternate you know ways of accomplishing that um you know and, and they may um also you know have to look at you know are there additional you know metrics that they need to report or different ways to capture some of that um you know in response to this so you know it's certainly i think business and um you know how they conduct things you know with the government has changed quite a bit you know across the across the board and in, in terms of um anything from audit to you know sba sba activities and so um there may be some you know maybe some changes to accomplish some of these things coming up in the near future yeah and i think um uh, you know one of the the last uh comments is they did list a the number of uh 8A district offices uh, relative to the number of business opportunity specialists that were assigned and how many cases that were that is per per business opportunity. So 
you know, I think there's, I, I don't want to be too critical of the SBA because I think there's certainly a desire on the, the folks at the SBA to really try to be helpful to 8A firms. But there is also just the, the math on this. I mean, in the just as an example, in the Washington metro area, there are 990 8A firms assigned to 14 business opportunity specialists, which is 71 businesses per specialist. Well, it's very difficult for them to do more than a cursory, you know, review. Um, at, you know, hopefully, maybe they'll get some additional funding uh, because I, you know, we do hope and we are seeing signs of new opportunities for more and more 8A firms. Um, but we thought this would be a uh, interesting just to share this this information, uh, just to give, you know, 8A companies just a little bit of a preview of of what you might expect in this coming year. So again, I, I think that the wrap up, the takeaway is uh, we would expect that there will be a little bit more rigor in the review of your annual update. Uh, there will be probably an attempt to do more site visits. Um, and, and that's not a bad thing. Um, and, and a little bit more uh, emphasis on not just that you finished the program in nine years, but you know, have you met the program objective, meaning being ultimately able to compete? And I think with that, uh, we will we will call it a day. Our, we are going to have um, probably our next podcast on the 8A program. We will um, talk about, you know, the what happens after graduation and, and being prepared to, to be successful outside of the uh, 8A program. So I hope you all will join us for that. Um, and you can certainly look for information on our website, www.cbh.com, for more information on other podcasts. And you can subscribe and hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. Thank you.